Hello and welcome to an all new Marvel Cast Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond, from Avengers and Defenders to Morth and Sasquatch. Got him. My name is Astonishing Dylan Blight. I get to introduce myself this week. And joining me, Ultimate Kira Margin. Okay, Ashley, I know it's pretty cool that you can do Loki's tricks and pretend to be somebody else, like you turned into Captain America and stuff. All right, Ash, come on. Out you come. <laughs> uh, so Ash, uh, as the host <laughs> of this podcast, is actually missing this week, so it'll just be uh, myself just really just, Kira just, this week. You know so. what? As Explosion Network's own god of mischief, he is... Uh, He's certainly serving his purpose right now. He's doing his purpose. If you if you wonder what he's doing, he's he's actually attending a screening of Fast and Furious tonight as we're recording this. So if you want to hear us talk about that, head on over to our other podcast. It's about family, the Fast and Furious podcast, and you'll hear us talk about Fast and Furious Nine uh, when me and Kieran actually get to watch it when it comes out for normal people to watch for plebs. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, for be, plebs. Right, be nice. Yeah. Mm. So good. Uh, this week's episode of Loki, titled "The Variant." Directed by Kate Heron, written by Alyssa Kar- Karasik. Description synopsis was Mobius puts Loki to work, but not everyone at the TVA is thrilled about the God of Mischief's presence. Karen, what did you think of this week's episode of Loki? I thought it was really good. I want to, before we dive into this week's episode, I want to say I actually went back and rewatched last week's episode again. Really? Um, because I, re- I, I felt like I had missed something. I felt like, I don't know, there was something not quite in my brain of what, what was going on. So um went back, rewatched it. And in that cartoon thing, I realized it said that the um, the time gods, time lords, I can't remember what they're called again, but um, they had created the sacred timeline by, sm- by squashing the multiverse. So uh-huh. at this point in time from them is no multiverse. It's just the one time I'm because of them. So that kind of where I was like, you know, where I was a bit unsure about how this fits in with the multiverse or if there already was a multiverse. Um, No, definitely not. And definitely this is definitely going to be leading into it. And I think this furthers that aspect of it Um, going into this. um, I thought this episode was was good. I think it, it, it was nice to see more of Tom Hiddleston actually kind of going into his full kind of Loki swing. I think last week, because last week was a very much a character finding episode for him and trying to bridge that gap between um, New York and where Loki's normal Avengers and Marvel story finished up. Um, I think last week we didn't quite get to see everything of him. So I think um, from the moment of him kind of buying time and delaying time inside the tent, uh, all the way through to to his you know his conversation with his variant towards the end, um, I think we got to see Tom Hiddleston have a lot more kind of fun and free reign over his part play, um, and as well as seeing more of Owen Wilson, I I think it's really funny because with with everything with every kind of one of these series, there's always characters that we're like, nah, we we don't trust that character, or there's something a bit off and fishy. There's something often fishy about Mobius, and I don't know what it is, but there's definitely. Well, we were saying last week that he's definitely got secrets or something. So yes, but now now I'm leaning towards last week. It was like, oh, he's got secrets. Now I'm leaning towards no, no, no. There's something like overtly wrong with him and his position and how he's in. Where um, it, it's very interesting to see his old take on 
um, the TVA and everything and, and looking at how the TVA deals with everything. Um, but no, I thought this was great. I thought Loki's interactions with his own variant were really fun um, to see. Um, and I'm excited to see how that dynamic changes as we proceed wow. forward. I'm glad this show didn't kind of have multiple episodes of chasing after the variant and not seeing them properly or not actually having the full character reveal. Um, because I think we've had already had a well, it's only piece. a six episode show, so it's only a six episode show, but <laughs> even with the you know, with um One Division and even in some ways Scarlet Witch uh freaking um the, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, that's the one. Um even with those two kind of shows, we were a little bit kind of guessing a little bit what big bads were gonna be or what the outcome was gonna be of everything or um uh, where I kind of I'm not saying I don't necessarily want that, but I would like this show to have more um, spotlight on the villain character a little bit more and have more time with them compared to the other two. Um, so I am I'm looking forward to that going forward in this one. And what did, how did you feel about this episode? I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was as good as last week's episode. Um, and I think, like, I really enjoyed, what was it? Probably the last, it was longer than last week's as well. That was another thing, but... Um, I enjoyed probably the last 20 minutes the most when they're um, setting everything up and then they head to the supermarket and everything that happened there, obviously. But I, I felt prior to that, it was just like a very heavy exposi- exposition episode and a lot of... I, at, I at, There's one part of me that appreciates that they're going to the effort to make sure to explain a lot of stuff that they already presume everyone on Reddit and Twitter will be like arguing about. But it also feels like they're doing that to soul, so people after it don't go, this is a plot hole, or this, or this, or this. Because there's just so many scenes of Loki and Mobius, like, especially however long that stupid salad... Like, I, did not, I didn't like that salad scene. That felt very long to me, and it just felt like a very long-winded way to explain the idea. Like, I got, I'm like, I got my head around it very quickly. It was like, you know... These events, they can't mess up time there. So maybe he's hiding there. I'm like, yeah, cool. So let's go see. And then he kept going and going and going. I'm like, like, this is very much playing to the dumb audience, like expecting the audience to be dumber, I feel, or something. I I appreciate Loki trying to overexplain it. Um, I don't think the salad routine itself quite had the right comedic punch to it in terms of like, really all he did was like pour extra salt and pepper all over it. And then a freaking milk carton um whereas i think maybe it'd be it would have been better if there was more kind of i don't want to say outrageous things put into the salad but things that would make it you know destroy the salad more rather than just a bit of extra salt and pepper that he just kind of constantly shaking throughout the entire bit yeah and that's what the, the majority of this episode to me just felt like a lot of that sort of like really explaining again how stuff works and how this shows rules with time and future and timelines and whatever else um solely so everyone doesn't argue about it later but like i still enjoyed it i just felt like it was it was a bit longer than it needed to be as as, as again like it's longer than last week because i'm like it really shouldn't have been like i feel like less happened this week than last week and not as much of it was as eventful like it should have been i think this could have been edited down i guess is my my takeaway but yeah i enjoyed that last 20 minutes the most i guess or 15 i don't really know um to cu- couple if i don't know where you want to go to next i was thinking so i've got a couple like key question topic points sure. whatever, obviously but cool um 
was on the Mobius thing. I find it interesting that he is keeping it a secret from Loki that he's never met or talked to the um, Time Masters. Yes. Uh, which yeah. we learn when he's talking to, um, I can't remember that character's name, but the the judge or his, whatever. His boss or the judge, I can't remember. Her yeah, name, yeah. I don't think it's um, really been mentioned that often. I, they've said it like one, I don't know if it's listed to you. Is it? Uh, I can't find it fast enough. Um, yeah, they... So th- that's where we find out as an audience that he's never actually met them or whatever. Uh, and then you pair that with the scene where they're eating lunch or whatever, and Loki's questioning about his blind faith in everything. Um, I like last week I was like, is Mobius hiding stuff? And now I'm going, is Mobius just being played a fool? You know, like, is that an alternate alternative just, take? Like, I don't like, it's very, um, I'm in two minds a little bit, because I think the curious thing about Mobius, and I think something that I thought about throughout this episode was, like, how do these people join the TVA? Like, what is the, like, like what is the, how do they become to be in this role? They're all created. Do they, yeah, that's, that's the thing, and, and that's where, you know, when um, Loki is looking at the... Well, there's a couple of things. With Loki's looking at, looking for the information he can read, um, and it is um, like it's all forbidden. And he goes from, "Can I have the start of time? Can I have the end of time?" That reads to me that because there's no like official start of time or end of time because of how the sacred timeline was created, um, where there's something very wrong going on there from the the time masters kind of side of things. Then there's the the other peculiar one that I think they focused a little bit more on to say that there's more to it would be um, the tale of the extra analyst. That it's kind of, on one point, it's kind of odd that Mobius is curious about there being another analyst and thinking that it's unrealistic that there is another one. Um, and then they also focused on, like, and I don't know if it was just for comedic value, but they focused on the rings um on whatever that little side table was where he put his drink down to suggest that maybe there's like more than one mobius or maybe there's multiple like versions of him working at the tva um because yeah i don't know it just seemed to be a, a value that they um focused on a little bit longer than everything else during that scene um that that makes me believe that there's something wrong or something a bit off about Mobius at his point in, in within the TVA. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard it's hard one to wrap wrap my fingers around really. I I definitely feel like there's something I don't want to say bad about the TVA, because maybe they are like No, TVA's bad. TVA's totes bad. <laughs> there's just, no way there's definitely there's, there's definitely no way off. Something off there, I feel. Any any um any organization that comes off as good in any kind of narrative and where they start talking about, you know, coming to the end of it where there's no such thing as chaos and everything is in kind of perfect order, that's a bad organization in the end because realistically... Usually, yes. Yeah, realistically, there's no way to completely remove chaos without some kind of overarching control over everything. Chaos. And I think... I think... um because really what, what their willingness is to do with the, the branches of the timeline is to stop multiverses forming. Is really what they're, they're doing, is trying to stop 
the 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 timeline is actively trying to split into multiverses. Mm-hmm. And when they're talking about wanting no more chaos and everything, I feel like we've got beings like um, Scarlet Witch, who has been returned re- as I can't remember. She was referred to as something along, along the lines of a Nexus level being or something of that kind. Yeah, something. In the yeah. yeah. So definitely with her involvement, like this is all very much leading into Doctor Strange. The more and more we get into this, um, especially with there being a lot of that kind of conversation between Mobius and Loki about, you know, blind faith um, and everything. The only thing I don't get is. I'm very confused about the some of the banter or dynamic between Loki and Mobius because like I was very thrown off by the scene in the tent where Loki is talking and then all of a sudden Mobius is like oh no he's lying he's just trying to buy time. I don't think that was ever explained how Mobius had worked that out. I, th- I like, think it was I think it was just because Loki he was sounding like he was, he was, he blew his, he showed his cards or whatever you want to call it by saying, you know, uh, I need guarantees or whatever. And Mobius is like, sure, what? And then he jumps straight to, I need an audience with the time Yeah, master, that's fair. Time that's Lords, fair. Time Masters. <laughs> uh, and then that's when Mobius was like, nah, this ain't it. So, yeah. Um, so on, on Loki, so and the Loki variant to two points for this episode that I, I find somewhat interesting is a, do we act, where are we currently feeling in the Loki chaotic, good, bad scheme? Like is, was he just playing along? Does he actually want to take over uh, the TVA? And then on top of that with the variant, I'm going to chuck it out there that I don't actually think that's Loki. I don't believe so either, because I would presume a variant of Loki would be a lot closer to Loki in not only physical attributes, but just in general kind of mannerisms and kind of, I don't know, there was very much a differential between the characters, between the two different variants at the moment. Um, And I'm interested to find out more about her and kind of him following into it. I don't really know where Loki stands, and I think that's part of the good part of that character, being the Lord of Mischief, being the the character that we know, is that you never truly know what his play is or what side of something he's on. Um, but at the same time, it, it almost feels a little bit overplayed for him to be making that play to be the guardian of everything to try to take over the TVA itself. Um, halfway through the episode, I had this weird, I had this weird potential theory that the variant is actually the same variant Loki that we have now, just further down the timeline. And that's just looping backwards after seeing all the bad things that have happened within the TVA and looping it back to start trying to take out the TVA. Anything's possible really. So yes. Yeah. Um, my, my, as of episode two theory, I'm going to say that it's not Loki and it's actually Enchantress. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm down for that one. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons I say 
I just don't think it's Loki. It's nothing to do with like, oh, it's not the male. Like that's we talked about last week about that not being a problem, obviously. But I feel like the amount of times in this episode they did this whole don't call me Loki for a start, or really wanting to hide who they are, staying in the shadows. Um, there's a lot of non-Loki qualities, and sure, there if you have variants of Loki, they're going to have differences and the appearance will change or whatever. But they make sure early in the episode to say there's slight differences, but Loki, like Loki's Loki, you know. And if you boil down what makes Loki, you're gonna like boil that down to the the mischievous side and like certain personality traits or and stuff like that. You would think would always carry through. And this character, whoever they are. I really don't think they carry themselves as a Loki. Um, and Loki's never... No, I, I find it hard to believe, believe that any version of Loki would be so ashamed or afraid to carry their own name. Like, that was a really weird um, thing that was going on there. So I wasn't sure what that was. And then pair that with the way they reveal the person, the costume, the design, the way it was just shot, like, all of it, to me, was just... If that's supposed to be female evil Loki rather underwhelming and I th- i'm just saying it's all I think done it's, on purpose <laughs> i think it's underwhelming yeah now you think about it i think the biggest giveaway for me is the horns hmm. because loki always has these massive ostentatious horns that are over the top and huge i don't see him having like tiny horns that are underplayed and just kind of that aren't, that aren't there to be magnificent, magnificent and like extravagant in nature. Um, also, we've never seen Loki mind control people like that, except mm-hmm. for when he's used the Tesseract or the his staff, which was the Mind Stone. Yeah, he doesn't that, have that ability yeah. to. And the episode tries to explain this by saying that Loki's can have different powers, like at the very start, where they're mm-hmm. explaining all the different powers and stuff. But um, I, I think that 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 power is more in line with Enchantress. Enchantress, yeah. No, I, I agree with that because especially when, you know, you have that moment of Loki over-explaining the differences between two of his abilities mm. and it shows that that he has a vast understanding that um, explains everything. Like, they not that, sorry, a vast understanding that he understands his own abilities mm. um, with that. So... Yeah, I don't see I don't see that being Loki. I feel like it's a red herring and we might get a female Loki down the line. Yeah, we can still get female Loki. We could still bump into other Lokis in this show. Um hell we could this could all be bullshit and it is actually Loki and the story they do to explain why they don't want to say their name and all that stuff could be good and you know, we'll get to that if that happens. But as of now, as of episode two, I'm saying none of that adds up to me and i i think it's enhan- um, enchantress because um the the way the character's acting and the powers and everything adds up with enchantress and enchantress is a big uh villain in the you know the thor mythos and also a character that's closely tied to uh loki in the comic books as well they have this sort of romance i guess or evil rivalry or whatever you want to call it so um i think there's there's a lot of reasons to to say it could be. I don't feel like it's pulling a name out of thin No, air. I think I think there's enough there to lead you to that. Um lead you to that. I think it is I'm interested to see because I think one of the big things that if you kind of listen or read through people's kind of discussions and comments about last week's episode, 
there were a lot of small details that people found even to the point of you know down to the point of loki and mobius's interaction where loki saw the visibly sees the time uh stopping device and even like in the moment actually grabs it out of his pocket and everything through the scene and i think that then leads it to suggest that there should be more of that throughout the show so i'm interested to see if there are things that happen throughout this that kind of then retroactively explain events of this because i don't think quite everything lines up especially loki's actions i think there is a lot of loki stuff that i'm like I th- there has to be more to this for me to understand um and I, and i i'm looking forward to those explanations to come forward in the in the remaining four episodes it's a show in which we don't truly understand everyone's motivations or feel like everyone's keeping secrets that's the current thing um before you wrap up the other important thing to bring up is whoever this character is loki and enchantress whoever uh at the end of the episode they've sent bombs or something to a lot of key points throughout the timeline at the same time and caused a mass um event like obviously the way that the tva was reacting it's like they've never seen something like this before um is it a to get them all out of the tva so they can break in and do something there b they just want to blow shit up or see like what what's what do you what's your current thoughts for why someone would want to do this? there has to be an there has to be an ulterior motive for it um i think whoever this variant is whether this be loki or interest or somebody else has a lot of knowledge about the tva like they know how to use the tva's equipment like they 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 are familiar with how to use the the like the pda screen to set up teleportation and stuff like that so I think there's more to this character and, and as as they said, it was never about Loki. Oh. It was always about something else. And I'm waiting to see just how deep that rabbit hole goes into the TVA, especially when we know that the Time Masters or Guardians or whatever, um, they how interested they are in this um case. So there's obviously something of importance to them happening here. Um, and it's not just your typical uh, variant style occurrence for the TVA. If they're just doing it, like sending bombs for the sake of sending bombs or whatever, obviously that's a chaotic choice. And being chaotic to me doesn't line up with Loki. Loki's a mischievous character, but doing this isn't, that's not mischievous. It is chaotic, you know? So again, just doesn't, I don't really get it. <laughs> so I, I yeah. agree. I agree completely. It's, um, and I don't quite buy the protagonist Loki's kind of his conversation with her trying to say he's like a double agent or he's undercover or whatever. Yeah. Because pretty much he's a victim of circumstance in this whole situation. Loki really. will say he's working for whoever he's yes. in the, yeah, like we've known that throughout all the movies. He's, he gets captured by someone, he's their best friend, you know, like <laughs> he's, he's trying to talk his way out of any scenario basically. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it for this week's episode of an all-new Marvel cast. You can let us know what you thought of the episode. Uh, you can find all of our Twitters by heading to explosionnumber.com slash Twitter. You can find uh, Discord. Come talk to us there, explosionnumber.com slash Discord. And if you liked this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our Kofi page at explosionnetwork.com slash support and buy us a coffee. Until next week's episode, I don't remember how Ash closes this show, to be completely honest. So we're just going to end it with, uh, hey, 
a who, a Loki day, a Loki, lo 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 love you all day, a bye bye. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs>